Gannett Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Thursday, May 5th, 2022. And this is episode number 474 of Barry on Deck. Hold on. I got echo coming through because my speakers are up. Welcome to the program. Thank you for being here. Um, Happy Cinco de Mayo. Uh, Star Wars Day is over with. May 5th is here. A lot of you don't need an excuse to drink. Your excuse, oh, the sun came up. I guess we need to drink a lot. Uh, So a lot of the deckheads I am proud to say don't really need a a reason to uh, partake. Like, it's not like, oh, it's my drinking day. Nope, no, 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 no. Drinking day is every day for uh, most of the deckheads, including me. I'm not. I'm not being judgy. What is this? Happy Dr. Strange Day. No idea. No idea what that means. Don't know. I don't know. Okay. Cool. Well, happy, yeah, Doctor Strange Day. I know he's a Marvel character, but I don't know what today would have to do. Is it? Is he? Does he have a video being released or a movie video? What am I, an old man? They got one of them films coming out. They got a, a story. Is his story's going to run on CBS? I don't know why I'm so old and called it a. A video. Um, okay, the new movie comes out today. It's kind of what I suspected, Potch. I wasn't exactly sure, though. How's the volume on the mic? I made some changes. Uh, we have been having some issues over on the Podbean. What's up, John Dory? Been having issues with them being able to hear... Um, What's it called? <sighs> Why can't I think right now? They can't hear... Oh, interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm 100 miles an hour right now. I apologize. Uh, so I tried to fix it. So I hope I didn't mess anything up for the audio. It sounds like everything was okay in the chat. I asked and everybody said, we're good. Uh, so hopefully that's the case. Uh, we do have a lot to get to. It is a three-hour Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. And that means, that means we have a third hour of the program. It starts at 4 o'clock. And if you are not a member of Patreon, then you do not get to participate, view, listen, hang out, and enjoy the third hour today. It is strictly, privately, and only for Patreon members that support this program and want to see it continue and thrive. Uh, And they do so by being members of the Patreon. Now, you get all kind of cool shit. You get swag. You get uh, gear mailed to you. 
periodically every six months or every year, depending on what tier you're in. But this is kind of some of the stuff. I sent out these to my uh, huge deckhead supporters. They all got a got a mouse pad. And uh, yeah, that's what we do. I got the keychains ready to go for the uh, big and huge deckhead. So that's it. Why is it this sounding off? Why? What happened here? Like no sounders were working. That was so weird. I want oh. the shoes. Money's gotta be the shoes. There shoes, we go. Shoes, that works. Your shoe is not the shoes. Thrive like my liver has been thus far. Okay, your sound alerts aren't on. But I know. I don't know what that was. Uh, thank you, Cherry, for bringing that to my attention. I did hear the uh, the shoes sounder though. Um, let me say this real quick. Oh shit, we're. Oh no, that says close. I was like, oh shit, we're in a hype train, but that says close. Ah, uh, what is this? Okay. So I got to say thank you to Sam RG712. He followed five hours ago or she, uh, Sam, I appreciate you. Thank you either way. They, them, they, them followed five hours ago. So thank you for following the program. Sam Alan Denson with a hundred bits during the warm up. Thank you for that, buddy. Joe Hernandez resubscribed at tier one. That is now their third month being subscribed to this fair program. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Cherry resub. Let's go. Jerry said, hey, three months. Nice. Very nice. I like. Uh, thank you, Cherry, for resubscribing. Potch was 69 bits. And uh, shoe check from Biggie. Let's do that right, right, fast. Right, 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 fast. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Let me get this. Uh, move this over here. Okay. Let's go. All right. So here is. Y'all, my computer, my computer's all jacked up, y'all. I don't know what to do. My mouse pad is in my office here at the winery next to my coffee mug, next to my water bottle with BOD sticker. Let's go. I knew I do need to do some BOD water bottles. That'll probably be a thing we do at some point. Uh, all right, so today, today I had therapy. And I don't usually dress up for that, but I wore my uh, St. Jude's shirt, which is, uh, it says this shirt saves lives and it's gray and... Well, there's no gray in these in my Zebra Yeezys. Uh, they're amazingly comfortable shoes, but I, there's no gray in them. But I, the black and the red, it just, it works. And you know what? I was just trying to be comfy today. So, uh, you know, had, to, had a little drip uh, to go along with the comfort. So there you go. Am I on time? Yeah, Fidel, you're, you're right on time. Well done, buddy. Good job, Fidel. Way to be here on time. Well done, friendo. Well done indeed. Make her think you're a good person. Smart thinking, Laminac. Yeah, that's what, yeah. I actually was going to wear my shirt that says I'm a good person, but that was like way over the top. She'd have been like, okay, you're trying too hard, sir. You need to calm down. I haven't said I've been tempted to get some. You'll love them. You'll love them. Biggie nose, biggie nose. Dude, they're amazing. I, I misspoke one day on the show. I was like, you can't buy cool ass shoes and them be comfortable. They were like, don't you have some Yeezys? I was like, I'll stand corrected. St. James. What is it? No, St. Jude. Not St. James. St. Jude. Crazy person. Hey, let's do the chat. Let's do the shout out to the chat. I'm going to tell you what's going on today and then we'll uh, we'll get into it. Ivan was early. What's up? Actually, Steven, the weather guy was first in the chat. If I scroll all the way back, Lil Uzi was first at 150, showed up, ready to go. That's what I love. Thank you, buddy. Thank you so much. I uh, I try to 
I try to remind you guys, it is super importante um, that you're here like the whole time because uh, it helps with the averages and with Twitter and, you know, even if you're busy doing something or maybe you're watching another show, throw daddy on the side and just let it run. It's, it's, uh, it's appreciated because yeah, it work It matters. So pri- thank you. Early, uh, Uzi for being early. Uh, who else was here? Hey, say, say with the three bits. Thank you, sweetie. Potch is here. Uh, last call is here, which is Charles Garza, Alan Denson, Mimi. What's up? Memesters. Uh, who else here? Aggie Milkman, what's up, fam? Thank you for the refresh. Was there a raid? It didn't say raid. Did Jerry Bow raid? Oh, I don't think he did. Okay. I'm looking at the main thing, and I don't see a raid. So if he did raid, then tell Twitch they're assholes because it didn't come through as a raid. Oh, uh, let's see. Who else here? Crystal, what's up, girl? I love Crystal's tweet when I was uh, lamenting my two-year anniversary of being fired summarily from ESPN. She was like, I've been here since day one. Well, like episode 200-ish. But girl, it feels like you've been here since day one. Don't sell yourself short. Uh, what is this? Always one team said video. I don't know. I have ticks for 845 tonight. Let's go, Cisco. Says the guy who keeps a bottle at arm's length. Okay. I don't, you know, I don't know what you're talking Heck about. yeah. No idea. Mr. Mendez. Thank you for the sub. Just resubscribe for two months now. Let's go, fam. Uh, who else do I need to shout out? Let's see. Let's get through the rest of the chat. Uh, Mr. FJ, FJ. I don't know why I call him FJ Jimenez. I got to get you a better nickname. Let's call you FJ. Yeah, FJ. That's just, that's easier. FJ, thank you, uh, buddy, for being here. Uh, I mentioned Uzi, Alex, the little wave of cherry. What's up, girl? Nightbot, you raggedy bitch. Robert likes beer is here. That rhymes. I'm uh, pretty much an MC now, is how it goes. Boom, boom, making a comeback. <laughs> Fidel and Biggie. Donna, thank you for the two bits, sweetie. Oh, who else? <laughs> CC said, Bible thump, Bible thump, Bible thump. Quick hi and bye. Love y'all. You headed to uh, Walmart, CC? Um, have a great day, sweetie. I know this is a, a nervous, exciting, scary day for you. So I hope you have a fantastic day. Uh, good luck. Tell the little one I'm proud of her and congratulations uh, to them and to you, CC. And I know you're going to do a great job officiating your wedding. Ah, uh, who else here? Sean hates stuff. What's up, fam? Loved college dropout by Kanye, the new version. Oh, you loved something. Finally. Okay. Beer man Greg is in the building. What's up, dude? P. Jones. Only Yeezys in my closet got Nike checks on them. Well, okay. That's fine, Perry. But Dale Shelfsters, what's up, girl? I was thinking about you today, Shelby. I was like, you know, Shelby's down in the dumps because of her, her injury and trying to work out. But I was like, at least you got up and did something. Good for you. Because I can't get my fat, lazy ass to do anything. I hate it. I have no motivation. What's up, Rudy Rod? Message of the century. Sanitize, watch hands, social distance. Back the fuck up, everybody. Uh, there's my sweet, sweet Donna. Uh, Cherry says, I'm here for you, Nightbot. Yes, you should be. Hey, what's up, Action Lab? Is that Chris again? Say, yo, how are y'all doing today? I'm good, fam. How are you? Hey, y'all, uh, Potch or, or Donna or Shelby or Cece, shout out Action Lab in the chat, please. Uh, great show. Two dudes talking sports, doing a good job of it. So uh, check them out. Give them a follow. And when they're on, go hang with them. It's a good times. Have by all. Uh, Donna, thank you for the three bits. Cherry, thank you for the 100 bits, sweetie. Oh, shit. We're in the hype train. Let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> Is 
that loud? Was that loud? Was that loud? Was that loud? That, that was loud because that hurt my ears. I know y'all are so goddamn mad right now. It's ridiculous. We are at level one of the hype train, man. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate y'all. That's badass. Uh, yeah, I got Cherry's 100 and then the hype train started. So there we go. And then I got Fidel uh, C. Mendez. I think everybody's Thank you, Shelby, for the shout-out for Action Man. Much appreciated. Perry said I was loud as fuck. Well, that's the train, Perry. Trains are loud, Perry. Look, I'm just like a mouth now. I'm just like... Listen, Perry, trains are loud. Uh, yeah, you like my hat, Cisco? He might have got this for me because the other hat that he got me was too goddamn small. Like, uh, amazingly small. I live by train tracks, and this is louder than they are in real life. <laughs> All right, let me tell you what's going on in the show today, folks. We have a busy, fun time show. Don't forget, three-hour Thursday, go join the Patreon. You still have time to join Patreon and join us in the private third hour. I will post the link on Patreon and on our private Discord server for the Deckheads, and that is where you be able to hang out with us when we get wild. I mean, look, the, the Discord gets litty 100%. The Patreon also gets litty, especially in the third hour every Thursday. For most people, I swear to you, it's their favorite time of the week. It's their favorite show because it's kind of a show within a show. There's no prep that goes into it, and there's kind of no rules. We get a little crazy and wild. Uh, so I highly recommend, if you can, you join the Patreon and get there for hour number three. Also, Cherry, uh, thank you for the uh, for the command the patreon uh by the way uh fj thank you for the 50 biddies my friend appreciate you jared taylor with 200 biddies thank you homie nasty nate with 100 my friend thank you very much and uh uriel villanueva with 20 bits and by the way uriel uh, and all of you uh thank you guys for your um uh kind words yesterday on the uh to your anniversary of my whole life collapsing as once. You guys have propped me up, man, and you're fucking amazing. Holy shit, Virginia Button Wave! Heck yeah! Now I gotta do a goddamn shot! Heck yeah! VB just Heck yeah! A day after 504, he just set it off in this mother sucker. VB with five gifted subs. VB is so clutch. So clutch. Uh, the one thing I love about Virginia Buttonweed is that uh, he's super generous. He loves, he loves, 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 loves helping people. And he's super generous. And I, I, uh, uh, we're blessed to have him as part of this community. I'm blessed to have his support. As are a lot of channels uh, on Twitch now that VB uh, frequents and supports. And I, uh, he's a great dude, man. So this shot's for you, VB. And everybody that got this bad boy. This bad man pajama to level three of the hype train. VB, I love you, buddy. Thank you so much. I know you're not listening. I'll sign language of this. Hold on. Beep. Oh, nope. That was inappropriate. You can't make the deaf sound. I almost, Jesus Christ, I almost screwed it up so bad. VB said he's in a meeting, so he's not listening. So that's fine. I love you. Did that did that focus? Did that focus? I know, Cherry, I caught myself. 
Very last second. I almost did the, the voice. You can't do that. But I do it on stage as part of a joke. Well, I used to. I had to stop because I was like, this is highly inappropriate. All right, here's the here's the shot. Thank you guys so much, man. I appreciate you all. VB, I love you, buddy. Uh, everybody for the hype train. Thank you for getting us into level three. Thank you for being here. Support, all that, all that. Love you. Cheers. Happy Cinco de Mayo, whatever. Oh, shit. All right. Um, what is this? Hold on. Let me get, let me catch back up. Because when VB dropped that bomb here, we had, uh, oh yeah, Fidel, that is true. I bought Fidel a microwave during hour number three. So if ever there was a reason to go join the Patreon, sometimes I just give away microwaves and shit and buy people stuff they need. So you never know what's going to happen over there. Ah, uh, who else here? Just popping in to say, what's up? Back to crawling around addicts. Damn it, Jared Taylor. That sucks, buddy. Stay, uh, stay hydrated, fam. Stay hydrated. Oh yeah. VB said the hat switch. Okay. VB wants the stupid hat. VB gets the stupid hat. Uh, now I'm like, please hurry. <laughs> please, for the love of God. Joel, thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. Mimi, thank you for the 200 bits. Uh, all right. I think I got everybody. Yes, yes, yes. BB made it rain. Yes, he did. I can still read. <laughs> Good. Oh, I hate y'all. You fucking, I hate this hat so much. This is so foolish. So foolish. Will you buy me a third beer fridge in hour three? No. No, I will not. Uh, I do have good news, though. I have a lot of shit going on, actually. Um, a lot of show updates, and then let's get into it. Because it is three-hour Thursday, but also, but also... Apollo Dez joins me to talk baseball and Astros in hour two at 3.15. So put that on your schedule. Apollo Dez, 3.15, will be here. Jen, thank you for the 100 bits, sweetie. I hope everything's okay. I know you're, it's a rough day for you. Jen is GTSS, you guys. Uh, keep her in your thoughts. Please keep her in your thoughts. Uh, oh, well, yeah, okay, I got that out of the way. So here's what happened today. One... Got up early. Mimi, thank you for the 200 bits. Oh, that was from earlier, I think. I think it's a little Heck behind. Yeah. Alan Denson with the resub. Thank you, man. Alan Denson going three months. Thank you, buddy. There we go. It was it was a little uh it was a little it was a little behind, but we got it. Cherry with 100 bits. Thank you, sweetie. Donna with 102. Holy shit! Y'all are crazy. Oh, man, I'm telling you what, Action Labs, you have no idea. In fact, can I just brag for a second? Chat, deckheads, family. Can I just brag for a second? I just, I have to do this. As you guys know, yesterday, uh, we had, T.S. said it's been a long day. Yeah, it's been a long day for a lot of people. I'm in a great mood, though. Had therapy today. Finally got that goddamn tonsil stone out of my throat. Uh, you know, haircut. I'm feeling good. It's a good day. But I got to brag on you guys for half a second because yesterday I had on the program a, um, a buddy of mine, Jerry Wayne Longmire, comedian. A lot of you guys seem to really enjoy Jerry and uh, said you had a great time with him and that you enjoyed this interview and uh, that you liked it. And I'm glad you did because that's the whole point of bringing in guests. I, I'm trying to bring in people that are, are interesting or funny or, or friends of mine that I think you guys would like and want to support and introduce you guys to different shit, right? This is the exact conversation that I had with Jerry Wayne um, 
oh, via text after the show. Literally, the dude texts me at 442. I texted him at 439 and said, hey, thanks. That was fun. Thanks for joining me. He said, dude, that was a blast. I just picked up eight YouTube subscribers and a dozen TikTok followers in the last 20 minutes. I was like, yeah, man, I have a really great community. And I said, they are super supportive, especially if they like you. He said, man, that's hype. That is a serious following. I said, by the way, sorry, I kept talking over you, uh, but then your video feed was skipping. But that's that's uh, that's 100% facts. I'm not, I'm not making it up. That was a conversation that we had. And, uh, and then it continued. He said, no worries. It was doing that to me too. All good. And then he sent me a comment from his YouTube where uh, Joe Pro said, dude, enjoyed this. This is free. Thank you. But I very much appreciate free comedy. But where can I buy the special to support it? And you guys don't really understand how much that means to us as creators. Like, I know Joe Pro is salt of the earth and he meant every word of that. And, and I know a lot of you guys are like that. You really are. And it doesn't surprise me because I've seen you guys do this literally day after day for the last two fucking years when I got let go from ESPN. It is just nonstop support of me, of my friends, of the people that I've introduced you to, other communities, other shows, other programs, other comedians, you name it. If you guys like them, man, they're in. And I think it still surprises people that you guys as a community are this amazing. And I, uh, I, so he sent me this where Joe Pro said, uh, I'd like to support the special. Where can I buy one? I said, I'll get old Joe Pro, salt of the earth guy. And he means it. He said, yeah, I just wanted to show you the reach you have. Great show, great community. And I, and I couldn't agree more. I, I absolutely couldn't agree more. So I know it's a little weird and a little ball washy and uh, masturbatory. But I wanted to share with you guys because when I tell you guys how important you are, not just to me, but important to what I'm trying to accomplish and what we're doing as a community, it's everything. And when he went to his Facebook and posted about it, he was like, man, I just was a guest on Barry on deck with Barry Laminac and holy shit. Not only was the show fun, but all his supporters are following and this, that, and it's amazing, man. I just, I cannot brag about and thank you guys enough for being who you are. Thank you so much. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Charles said, hit that follow, Barry on deck and Action Labs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as a fellow, Action Lab said, as a fellow sports streamer, the community is literally the foundation of everything we do. It's so incredible. It is. It, it absolutely is, dude. I wouldn't be able to do this. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for this community and these folks uh, supporting me over the last few years. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, by the way, the hype train got to level three, seven gifted subs, 1,380 bits, man. Unbelievable, you guys. Okay. Now, oh, that's a little premature. All right, let's get into this. Let's talk some sports and uh, get this show rolling. So I have a ton of video for you today as well. I've got the Island Boys. The Island Boys. Yeah, we're going to do that. I've been promising you that. I've got a heartwarming baseball video, a sad baseball video, a Ryan Tannehill video of him getting all Brett Favre on us. And uh, even a film sesh. Yes, I have an actual fight in the stands that is the weirdest. It's not even the fight that's weird. It's the commentary. 
We'll get to that. I know you guys love film sessions, so stick around for that. I promise you we're going to get to it either before or after Des, but it's going to happen. Des is going to be here from 3.15 to 3.30, so it might be at 3.30 when we do the film sesh. Oh, he hit me with the that's what she said. I hate you, VB. Uh, me too, Donna. I And you are the matriarch of this, and we love you to death, Donna, so thank you. Uh, she said, I love this community, even you, VB. What's up, Jeff Bell? Good to see you, buddy. Hey, real quick, speaking of Patreon, I oh, know I'll do that in a second. Let's do these headlines. Fuck, let's one at a time, Barry. All right, here's your sports headlines for the day. Jerry Jones in a minor car crash, minor fender bender. Nothing to be too alarmed about, but uh, yeah, not good news there. The Nets are saying that Ben Simmons is going to undergo back surgery on Thursday. So, who really got the raw end of that deal? Who really got the raw end of that trade? Broke-ass Ben Simmons or downward spiral James Harden? Like, which team, if you had to choose, chat, if you if I made you choose, who Heck got yeah. the worst end of the deal? Fidel with the sub, buddy. Thank you. Fidel now rocking for three months. Fam. That is badass, man. Thank you so much. Um, so if I made you choose, chat, if I, if I made you pick... Who got the worst end of the Nets um, Sixers trade? Was it the the Sixers getting Harden? Or was it the Nets getting broke-ass Ben Simmons? Because right now, without Joel Embiid, the Sixers are dunskies. They are, they're just floundering. Floundering. With all that money that they're paying James. Now, I understand he's in for a, a new deal and it doesn't look good. He's certainly hurting himself with his performances in the playoffs especially. So who you got? Jerry was probably getting roadhead when he crashed. I wouldn't doubt that. I wouldn't doubt that. Um, Beerman Greg said probably Philly because they thought Harden would make an immediate impact. Interesting. Okay. Fidel says Philly got the raw end of that deal. Beerman Greg said Nets knew they were getting a broken Ben Simmons. Yeah, but but I will say this, Beer Man Greg, there were reports, there were there were uh, news articles and headlines written. Ben Simmons could be back in the regular season in time for the Sixers game. And all we saw was him take a seat on the bench for that game, and we haven't seen him play since. So, you, you, not great. You knew he was broken, but they were hoping they would get him back. There was rumblings of that. Uh, Vin, Vin's not diesel. Sorry, fam. Vin's not diesel said the Nets got the worst into the actual lab said Nets got the worst in, but I mean, James Harden has been a train wreck. He is strictly a role player at this point. Okay. Fidel said Philly Nets knew they were getting broken. Ben Simmons. He better not get a new deal. Uh, I have said Dallas. People say Jerry accident was uh, on a well-known host role in Dallas. Maybe he really was getting that road head. Damn. Jerry Jones is probably like, hey, sugar. You know who I am? My name is Jerry Jones. I'm the owner and a general manager of the Dallas Cowboys. I'd like to invite you to come here and generally manage this dick. Okay. I feel like that's something Jerry would say. You know, I'm a GM and I can make you a GM. You can... Generally manage my balls. Uh, 
Nets. What was it? Jerry's birthday. The Nets. Stephen Weatherguy says the Nets got a bad deal. They gave up all those picks for Harden for less than a year of play. But I'm just talking. No, 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 no. Now, Uzi, don't change the question. I'm asking, asking strictly between the Nets and the Sixers, who got the raw end? Actually, as I've been as broken physically and mentally, that's a tough thing to have on your roster. Well, you've got a declining, failing James Harden. Boy, his descent was swift, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean the one between the Nets and the Phillies. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Jeff Bell says the 76ers. I don't know. So Ben obviously has a bad back. James has a huge contract and isn't playing well and is faltering in the playoffs. And I think what the Sixers did, I I think the Sixers got the worst end of this deal because they went ahead and pulled the trigger. Ben wasn't playing. He didn't want to play. He wanted out of the organization. They had nothing to, they, they had no other choice but to move him. And so to get an all-star MVP, one of the best scorers on the planet. Well, he was when you know, and everybody knows that Ben wants out and you don't want him. So we could probably get pennies on the dollar for Ben Simmons, but they end up getting James Harden. And they thought, and Daryl thought Daryl Morey, former Rockets GM now in Philly. They thought, oh, this is easy. This is no brainer. We saw what this guy did in Houston. Watch out, playoffs. (laughs) And then Joel Embiid goes out, and now there's no masking how deficient James Harden has been in these playoffs and in past playoffs. I think the Sixers lost this trade big time. Big time. They would have been better off. Fuck, just trading Ben Simmons for some draft picks and maybe a, you know, Mid-level dude. But they're paying a lot of money for failure is what they're doing. They're paying a shit ton of money for playoff failure. Harden going to Harden. What was the box score last night? Let's let's jump into that. We'll get back to these uh, headlines in a second. Let's just uh, let's go ahead and take a peek at our... Uh, oh, that was the wrong button. Let's take a peek at our um, NBA scores from last night. Because once again, your boy... Didn't watch. Uh, I was out doing the yard until dark. Came in, finished cooking dinner for Nora and me. We ate. She went to bed. I came in here and started working. No play. I, I think I watched like two minutes of of the uh, the Grizzlies. No, actually, I didn't. I didn't watch a single second of. It. All right, so here's your here's your box scores from Wednesday. Uh, Heat beat the Sixers 119-103. Jeff Bell said Harden's gone soft. Yeah, he kind of kind of has. Uh, no, I didn't see that. Ivan, Ivan said, did y'all see when uh, Maxi moved to a different seat when Harden went to sit next to him? Uh-uh. It was probably just giving him room, though. I think people put too much into that. They're always like, LeBron made this guy move. That's pretty standard fare, right? Justin Kemp, what's up, fam? Justin said, I didn't watch. Yeah, I didn't either. Sean hates stuff said it's like the Saints trade for Ricky Williams. Neither side won. Pretty good comparison. Fidel hitting with the uh, Barry on deck special. Harden is a booty soft bitch. Here was his box score. 20 points. Hey, 
It's better than last game. He was a minus 10 while on the floor. Nine assists, one block, three turnovers, three personal fouls, four rebounds. Went one of five from three-point range, six of 15 from the field. Oof. The points kind of overshadow it. Of course, you know, he gets seven of seven from the free throw line. So the points, the, the free throws are always skewing his box score. Well, at least lately it has. Maxi was 9-11 for three free throws, one of four from three-point range, 12 of 22 from the floor for 34 points. But Harden, James Harden was your third best scorer again last night. Just can't have that if you're the Sixers. He's got to play like a superstar. He still thinks he's a superstar. He is definitely not playing like that. And, you know, that, that man right there probably has something to do with it. Like I said, didn't watch last night, but my guess is if I told you I didn't watch but described the game to you, my guess is that P.J. Tucker harassed and annoyed James Harden for most of the night. Now, they probably, there was more screens set for Harden to get him free to get some shots or some uh, decent drives to the basket and get Tucker off of him a little bit. But overall, P.J. Tucker was effective. Because when I see numbers like this, six points and three fouls, no rebounds. One rebound, one steal, one turnover. But that tells me, when I see this box score, all that says to me is that P.J. Tucker was 110% stopping James Harden. Ah, oh, Jeff Bell, they doubled Harden all night. Well, there you go. Uh, Jimmy Butler at 22. Uh, Bam Adebayo at 23. There you go. Tyler Hero, your sixth man of the year with 18. Oladipo with 19 stepping up bigly. I like it. And I tell you what, if the Sixers think they're going to beat anybody getting that from their bench, yeah, what, eight, zero, and four from the guys that played the bulk of the minutes. Well, we'll add uh, the, the those five points from Ning and get, doing 10 minutes. So there you go. So they had eight, mm, 12, they had 17 bench points. Tyler Hero outscored the entire Nets bench. I didn't watch the game. I can tell you what happened. Didn't need to watch the game. I can tell you what happened. We can look at the team stats and see maybe where it went wrong here. Mm. Philly's 26% from three-point range. Well, there's a big indicator. <laughs> uh, rebounding. Uh, I mean, 10 rebounds is a significant, but neither team really doing much damage on the offensive boards. Steals. What was turnovers? 10 and 14, so not a big deal. Fouls were pretty much called even. So, yeah, uh, it, it appears to me it's bench scoring and shoot three. Uh, you shoot, you make 25% of your threes in the playoffs against the Heat. It's not going to go well. So, there was that. Let's look at the other box score real quick, uh, and we can officially say we talked about NBA playoffs. Harden can't even get over 20 points anymore. Now, again, though, you got to give some credit to P.J. Tucker, but you're right. It is playoff Harden. Mr. Mendez is right. Uh, Amos said they were switching everything. It's just most of Miami can play and defend pretty well. Yeah. Clarence said Harden hasn't gotten soft. It's called erectile dysfunction from all the strip club visits. That's not very nice. Uh, Walt said I said when the trade went down that Simmons may never play in the NBA again. Right? Nope, kid intentionally moved to get away from him. Oh, really? 
So you, okay. Oh, by the way, shout out to Rob, So Smoking Gutter Show. I watched Rob versus watching NBA basketball. They do a, the show is on Twitch and YouTube and Facebook. I per, partook uh, the show on, uh, partook, partake, watched, funk. I watched the show on YouTube. Uh, give them a watch. And they're on Twitch too. So if the mods will give uh, So Smoke a Gooder Show a shout out, okay. deckheads go follow one of your own. Rob is a member of the Patreon and a member of the community and does a great time. Uh, does a great show. He's going to join us uh, in a couple weeks as well. Talk barbecue. Uh, I said, I, I tagged you on a video of Maxi Harden on Twitter. Pretty funny. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. What does CP3 get hurt? Next round or finals? Sean, stop being so negative. No one wants your negativity. Doncic with 35 points. Luka Doncic has scored 80 points in two games in the playoffs and has zero wins against the Suns to show for it. They lost by 20 last night. That means... Luca could have scored 54 points and they still would have lost by one. That's sad, Mavs. Where you at, Total Dallas? Where's my other Mavs fans in here? Was it uh, was it you, Beer Man Greg? Were you a Mavs fan? <laughs> Tony said, nah, I watched the So Smoking Greater show. Okay, it wasn't you, Bear Man Greg. Was it was it uh Biggie? I think it's Biggie. One of the I, one of y'all. Oh, good. Good man, Bear Man Greg. Good man. Fidel just followed. Good job, buddy. Clarence, you could definitely blame Doc. Joel uh shouldn't have been in the game up 25 with a few minutes left in the game. Doc is horrible. I think you still play. I don't. It's the playoffs. Um, Tooth Pete. No, I don't know what that is. Don't know what that is. You are a Cowboys fan. Oh, maybe that was it. Ugh. Well, you're back to being disgusting. Anyways, Mavs are in some serious trouble. I'm not saying that they won't steal the game. Suns are up to looking dominant. And, uh, I mean, CP, they, they, lots of being made of CP3 and his resurgence. And we've seen this. We saw this when he was a rocket. Let's not forget. Let's not forget that we had this same exact discussion three years ago when CP3 was a Houston Rocket before he went to OKC and eventually the Suns. He was carrying James Harden's ass through the playoffs. Carrying the whole team. Remember, that's when everyone was like, oh, so you can be effective for mid-range because none of the Rockets were making any of their shots. No threes were falling. James went all turtled up and disappeared. But there was CP3 with his little floaters and his mid-range shots and playing defense and clowning fools with his handles. And he's back. And back then they talked about, well, he's recommitted himself and he's uh, on a vegan diet and he's exercising and mentally and da 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 then his hamstring blew out. But until that point, we were talking about his diet and his resurgence of youth and everything else. And they're still doing it. Because he looks like he's getting better. Looks like he's getting better. All right, Fidel, take care, buddy. Uh, what's going to be this year? CP3 ankle, hammy, knee, or back? It's almost like that game on the operation, right? We just... I'm going to say he's not going to get hurt. And that's why the Suns are going to win it all this year. I'm going to go out on a limb. 
What are my odds for that, huh? Where's my gamblers at? What odds do I have that CP3 doesn't suffer a significant injury that causes him to miss more than a whole a half? Yeah. Uh, Texans with a close second. To what? Oh. Huh. Uh, then Beverly got the nerve to say they didn't allow 47 piece. Y'all still lost bum. Oh, that's true. It's very true. Very true. Um, all right. So here's the rest of the box score. So Crowder had 15. Uh, Chris Paul had 28. Devin Booker had 30 dynamic duo. What's of, of the teams that are left in the, in the playoffs. Of the teams that are left, you've got, uh, that's a complete first. So you've got Miami and Philly and Boston and Milwaukee. One, two, three, and four over in the East. In the West, you've got Phoenix and Dallas and Memphis and Golden State. So again, uh, oh, well, no, those are reseeds, right? They reseed. Yeah, because I don't remember. What was the original seeds? Let's see. Uh, this was the originals. Was Okay, so yeah. Boston was two. Milwaukee was three. And Philly was four. Okay, so they did keep the seeds. One. Memphis, two. Golden State, three. And Dallas, four. Okay. So they did keep them. All right. Just making sure. Um, minus 500. Is that for the Chris Paul thing? Interesting. Baby Greg's like, Sean can just Venmo, Venmo me the money instead of burning it. Oh, that's funny. Uh, what do you think the best matchup is? Who's the best two teams? What matchup, I should say? Not who's the best two teams. What's the best East versus West matchup for these NBA finals? Is it Heat Suns? Is that it? Is it Warriors Heat? Is it Milwaukee and I don't know. Is it Boston Golden State? What's the best matchup that we could hope for as fans? Curious what you guys think. Not necessarily the best two teams, but what would be the most fun, the best matchup, and the best seven-game series for basketball? Whoever comes out of the West wins the title, Clarence says. Okay. I think you're sleeping on Boston, and I think you're sleeping on Miami. Golden State and Miami. That's a pretty good pick, Jeff Bell. I'm not mad at that. Uh, Ivan says Phoenix and Miami. So you're going chalk 1-1. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, Amos said Heat Suns. It would be more entertaining. What would be more entertaining, Ivan? Oh, Phoenix and Miami. Yeah. Bucks Suns rematch, says Wallace. Interesting. I think after watching this, I mean, you can definitely get rid of Philly and Dallas. We know for sure we don't need them in the finals. And they won't make the finals. Um, this, these two teams are very interesting to me. In that it looked like after game one, it was like, oh shit, Giannis is back. He's taken over. Boston has no answer. What are they going to do? 
Where's their defense? How do you guard Giannis? He's damn near unstoppable and unguardable. And then they turn around and beat him by what? 23? Now, they got work to do. They lost at home. They got to go win one on the road. Uh, But I think that's an interesting series. I really like both of those teams. Now, again, Miami's deep. When you can get, you know, the kind of bench scoring that Miami was getting and they had the sixth man of the year and all that, pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, uh, Ivan said Marcus Smart might be back. Yeah, they're saying possibly game three. He might be back. See, Perry's thinking outside of the box. I like this, Perry. I like this thought process. Perry says Grizz Celts. I kind of like it. Here's the problem with the Grizzlies, though, Perry, is they're really, they're a fun team to watch, but they're fun because of John Morant. They're they're almost a little too one-dimensional for me. The other teams that are here, the good ones, I should say, have depth. Now, the Bucks kind of don't because Middleton's out and is probably going to remain out. So, it's Giannis and the Celtics are deep. Miami is deep. The Suns are deep. Dallas is not. Dallas is Doncic and bust. More bust than Doncic. Um, and the Warriors are deep. And the Warriors might be one of those. I think I think the Warriors, I think at the end of the day, the Warriors probably advance. Um, I think John made a mistake. If I'm being honest, I think John Morant fucked up by talking shit. I don't know if you saw this, but at the end of their game, he talked shit to Steph. Uh, he's a yapper. And that's good. I dig it. I dig it. Did I miss a freak out? No. Christopher Bina said, did I miss a freak out? No. Yeah, I even said, yeah, you can't even say Grizzlies. You just say John Morant. Yeah, it's the Dallas Donchiches and the uh, Memphis Morants. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's like, don't poke the bear, you know, kind of like we saw in game one when Draymond Green was ejected and team rallied around that on the road. So they did their job. They went in and stole one on the road. And now they get to go home for two more. And as you know, in the NBA, it's 2-2-1-1-1. So they'll go home for two more. But they could be up 3-1 going into that series where it's 2-2-1-1-1. So it's going to be interesting. Um, because they'll go to they'll go back to uh the Grizzlies, but they could be up 3-1, and then they'll go home for game six. Yeah, Sean hates stuff. That's what. That's kind of how I feel. I think. I think Ja did himself a bit of a disservice. You know, you saw the highlights in Game One. They had the video right in old boy's face, where he's like, "You can't guard me." That's cool. Good stuff. That also wasn't Steph Curry. And he did that to Steph. Draymond's pissed. Uh, you had Steve Kerr calling out. Uh, what's his name for being dirty? It's about to get really interesting, and I think the Warriors are about to put it on the Grizzlies. Just my opinion. It may not happen, but I just get a feeling. They're about to put it on them. Yeah. I'm taking Golden State after Peyton's injury. Exactly. I think that they've got a lot there. We see it. You've seen it time and time again with Steph, with Clay, and with Draymond. When pressed, when pushed, when backed into a corner, you don't want that smoke. And I think I think I think Memphis is about to find a, and get the full wrath. 
of the Golden State Warriors. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's just a feeling I get. Uh, so there's your NBA update, playoff update. Let's finish the sports headlines, and then let's get to some good, good shit. It's almost 3 o'clock. Damn, we really do need to get three-hour shows. We just run out of time. Luca Brothers about to slap the entire locker room. Yeah. Uh, all right, here's the rest of your sports headlines. Let's get through these. 76ers are down 2-0, still uncertain whether Embiid will play and win. Nets say that Ben Simmons is going to go under, undergo back surgery on Thursday. Warriors say that they'll miss, uh, that Peyton uh, the second is going to miss a month of games. And the NFL is planning a diversity event for future coaches and GMs. This is kind of cool. We've heard this being discussed. In fact, I want to say it was Booger McFarland. Uh, or no, 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 no. It was Tao, the one, somebody does the broadcast with him. He's been talked about as being a GM in the NFL. I cannot remember his name, but he brought it up. All good, Ivan. He brought it up and said, look, part of the problem with the hiring process in the NFL is that these, these millionaire owners who are white see them see themselves in these coaches. Yeah, Lewis Riddick. Thank you, Wallace. See themselves in these coaches and GMs that they're hiring that are white. And it's it's a familiarity thing, maybe more so than straight up just racist, but in a way it's embedded in racism because well, this 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 black gentleman or this this Hispanic gentleman or this Asian or this woman, they don't they don't represent me. They don't look like me. I don't I don't understand. I don't know. And what Lewis Riddick said is, why don't we have some sort of get together so that these owners can meet these candidates and get to know them and understand them and go, oh, so so yeah, Mike Tomlin is is black. But he knows his shit. This is a good damn NFL coach. Or what other examples you want to come up with. So I, I, I think this is a really cool thing. I think the NFL is doing the right thing. I'm sure they're going to face some sort of criticism because they'll fuck it up somehow. But credit where credit is due. They listened. I think a lot of African-American players and minority players, players of color said, listen, we need something like this. So they're doing it. It's pretty cool. It's good when It's good when they listen. Uh, and then last thing on here, the Coaches Association is going to pitch a transfer window. Right now, if you don't know, in, in uh, the NCAA transfer portal, it's just wide open. It's just, it's just wide open. So they're like, hey, uh, we think that there should be two windows right before the spring and then right after the fall. And that should be the two. Now, you could still say, you know, you wanted to... Uh, um, transfer, but the, you know, you would have to declare at a certain point. Pacha says the transfer portal is a fucking joke. I think NIL is the joke or at least the problem. I don't think the transfer portal is the problem. I think it's stupid that they have to go through a transfer portal. To be honest with you, Poch. nowhere else in college sports. Do any of those coaches have to go through a fucking transfer portal? Why should the players and this has been an argument and, and, and a bone of contention for a very long time. But a player, once they commit to a school, they're expected to honor that commitment. 
but the coaches don't. In fact, the coaches have that shit baked into their deals, into their contracts that they can leave at the drop of a hat based on a, a number of schools that are listed. So they'll, hey, if, if these 20 schools come a calling, I get to interview and I can leave when I want. So why can't the players do it? I don't have a problem with it. Don't have a problem with it. Uh, what does this say? Sean says, I haven't watched a game in 20 years. Okay, I think you guys are you're arguing with somebody. That's fine. NCAA transfer portals. Joke. Uh, the combo of the two is the joke. Okay. How hard is it to hire the best qualified person for the job? I'm assuming you're talking NFL, Clarence. I, you're right. I, I just, I wish it was that simple. I wish people that wasn't their first thought. Unfortunately, Clarence, that's just not the case. We live in a world. We live in an era where sometimes the first thing that people think about is how you look. Not just the color of your skin, but your gender, how you're dressed, your hair, tattoos. You're judged by your outward appearance, unfortunately. So that's why these rules have to be put in place. Uh, Potch said the coaches bounce any chance to get. Exactly. 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 All right, so that's your sports headlines for today. I'm going to close that. Uh, don't forget, Apollo Dez is going to join me at 3.15 to talk Astro Spaceball. I've got a bone to pick with him about a tweet. I got a bone to pick with him about a tweet that he made about beer. It's super weird. I got to, we're going to nail him down and see why, why is this happening? But it wants to know why and what's wrong with judging someone based on their outward appearance. Because it doesn't mean they're qualified for the Heck job yeah. just because they have a fucking neck tattoo. Or a, or a, or a, a sleeve or, or dreads or a bald head or a comb over. I mean, uh, whatever it is, the outward appearance of that person has nothing to do with their qualifications for the job, nor does their skin tone, nor does their gender. Yet these owners and a lot of people in positions of power, their hiring practices are first and foremost based on appearance, whether it be race, gender, dress, Tats, hair, whatever. It's just a fact. And it's not okay. It's not okay. And you miss out on some really great coaches and GMs because of it. I mean, think about that. A lot of people wouldn't give Mike Tomlin a sniff. He's been one of the most successful coaches in football. And when they brought him in, it was a last second thing. They were like, this is our guy. Uh, Amos said, it's crazy because they treat kids scholarships like an NFL contract. If they don't perform, they take the scholarship. So I have no problem with the kids leaving. Facts, fam. Big old facts. Big old facts. If I'm walking late at night and some tatted up bald dude is crossing the street. You're not going to hire him? What the fuck are you talking about, Flip? This has, this is, we're not talking about just prejudging somebody on the streets, even though I think that's silly too. But that, your example, I understand, but your example has nothing to do with hiring practices. It's two different things completely. I'm not saying you're not judged by your appearance by society. Yeah, you walk in uh, with a fucking bunch of neck tattoos and a tattoo teardrop and shit, and society's going to go, oh, shit. If 
fucking face tattoo. And yeah, people are going to look at you different. But when it comes to hiring practices, no. Not, no. No. I mean, there are deckheads that have t- sleeved tattoos and shit like that. You're, you're telling me CC is not good people? Is that what you're saying, Flip? Are you telling me CeCe's a murderer? Is that what you're saying? Okay, that was... See what I did? I I I I I, I flipped it. <laughs> Get it? Flip, because it's the, the flip. All right, Apollo Dad is going to be here at 315. Before he gets here, let's... uh. Let's get it juiced up for baseball because I know he's seen this and, um, wait, hold on. Sean said, well, wait, wait, why are we out just walking late at night? Maybe he works during the day and that's when his time to exercise is. You don't know, Sean, don't judge his life. Just, I, I don't want, I want no more of this chat. I don't want no more of this chat. Moving on with this, this fine program being a fine show. Oh. <sighs> What am I doing? Look at this. All right. Uh, oh, by the way, shout out to everybody on Podbean. Guess who's back? Back again. Chris Reyes over there on the Podbeans. Uh, welcome back, friendo. Chris Reyes, Titan Hugo, John Dory, D-Mac, and Eric Resendez all hanging out on the Podbeans. What's up, D-Mac? D-Mac, when are you going to join us on Twitch, you raggedy bitch? Get over here. D-Mac's going to murder me one day because he's not like used to me calling names. Like it's, listen, D-Mac, raggedy bitch is a term of endearment in the decade community. Uh, it's just so, don't take it personal. He said, uh, D-Mac said he finally looked over here. I, well, I, I, how, it's like way over there. My chat's here for the Twitch and that's over there. <laughs> Eggerson just said, "Dmac, don't listen to him. We are all family here. No, except for except for except for the Podbean people. They're like uh, they're like family, but they're step family. They're like they're adopted. I'm just kidding. I love you guys, all of you, all of you. Dmac said, pull it closer. I'm like a snuggle with that shit. Uh Cece definitely is the devil." Because she's a Cowboys fan. Oh, she's gonna now she's definitely gonna murder you. Cece about to get a tattoo tear. Clarence said, let's get it straight. The first thing you aren't looking at when you see Cece is her sleeves. Okay. Clarence, no, that's not okay. That's not proper. No. All right, let's do this. So here, I didn't get to do this yesterday. This is a great video, uh, a heartwarming. It warms the cockles of my heart to see this. You see, he gets away with a lot of those and it's hard for hitters to Look square them up. We don't see Look that a that. whole lot. That's a, that's a home run. But Judge was on it. Look at that! Look oh, at that! Oh, Toronto <laughs> man! Good job, buddy! Jay. How dope was that? Come on, guys. Got the ball. I mean, first he's excited. He's like, yay, it's the Aaron Judge. Oh, did he catch it clean, by the way? I want to see. Let's see. For hitters to square uh, him up. We don't see them. The whole uh, the oh, no, he dropped it. it first. Then he's like, woo. He wanted to celebrate, but the then I think he realized it. it. He's like, yeah, yeah. Damn it, it's an Aaron Judge home run. It's not Vlad Guerrero Jr. 
And so uh, it's, it's a cool dynamic because you can see that he's celebrating with his Toronto Blue Jays sweater on. But then the kid with the Aaron Judge shirt is like, oh, you got an Aaron Judge home run ball. And so he's like, yeah, I did. Here you go, kid. Look at those. Look at the face. You can see the kid's jaws. are like, what? You're giving me this? And then the guy's like, you goddamn right, kid. You want to know why? You want to know why I'm giving that to you? Because I'm a Canadian and it's kind of in our, yeah, it's in the, in the bylaws of being a Canadian that we have to be nice. Uh, but he get, yeah, look at that. Look at the kid. Look at that face. He's so happy. Look, that is the (laughs) sweetest shit ever. I am here for this so damn much. I love it. I love it. Also, yeah, I saw somebody mention in the chat. There was a whole long ass video out there where, uh, you get to, they got to meet Aaron judge, both the gentleman that got the home run ball and the kid that he gave it to got to meet Aaron judge. Uh, and it was super cute, super sweet. And although as I was watching it, I couldn't help, but to kind of feel like Aaron judge was just treating it as a photo op. I think at one point he was like, Hey little buddy. Oh, hold up. Hold up. Is it good? You got, are we both in frame? Okay. So tell me, little guy. Yeah, no, I'm super excited to meet you. I said, oh, we got it. Okay, get out of here, kid. It kind of felt like that a little bit. It kind of felt like that a little bit. Uh, Ponch posted a clip in the chat. Thank you, Ponch. Uh, go, go see for yourself. Sean said, who hugs strangers in 2022? And immediately the chat's like, Sean hates child hugs. Sean definitely hates this. Sean said, I do hate hugging random kids. It wasn't just, no, Sean, nobody's telling you to be a damn pedophile. Like, no one tells you to walk up and be like, hey, random kid, what's up? Hot psych hug. No one's telling you to do that. But if you catch an Aaron Judge home run, Aaron freaking Judge, Sean. This would be like being in your stupid soccer stands and Pele. Okay. I mean, Namor. Donovan. (laughs) I don't know. You get a, you get a soccer ball kicked from someone famous and you give it to a kid. And he's like, Mr. Sean, you're the best. I love you. Thank you. You're going to be like, oh, it's cool. Little man. No problem. I mean, no one's saying like, you don't reach around and like check his oil or some shit. Be like, hey kid, uh, ghost you. <laughs> Cup check. Like, no, you're not going to touch him inappropriately. He's excited. There's nothing wrong with that. Let them kids be kids, Sean. Fist bump would have been sufficient. You are the most. <sighs> Sean, listen. Sean. Just you, just you chat. Everyone look away. Everyone stop paying attention. Look away. Everyone stop listening. Stop listening. Stop paying attention. Look away. Just me and Sean right now. Why are you so sad? Why are you so miserable that you hate everything? Sometimes I feel like you might even hate Hating things. That's how much things you hate. 
Like you hate that you hate that you hate things. It's just this this vicious vicious cycle, Shawnee boy. We got to get you therapy. I have a number of a great therapists. She's amazing, and she can help you. Uh, she's helped me. I will uh, I will help you. I mean, you're gonna hate therapy. You probably hate her, but we can help you, Sean. All right, we're going to chat. Come on back. Everybody come back. It was just, sorry, I just needed to talk to him for a second. Come on back. Fucking Flip. You say the weirdest shit. Flip's like, beat your pimples gone. No shit. There is a little scar though. Uh, Ivan said no scar. Yeah, no, look, there's, it's, I mean, you still got a little remnants. Right, right there. You see that little, you see, you see it? Yeah, right there. You see it. Barry, when you get a CPAP, those bags will be gone. Bitch, fuck you. I ain't got no bags. Do I have bags in the mice? I mean, it's really more fat than bags. Thanks, though. Thanks, Clarence. Thanks, Clarence, for pointing out to the chat that I have fat eyes, you raggedy bitch. Hey, Barry's got fat eyes. Kiss my ass, Clarence. You got fat thoughts. Uh, Posh said, bitch, you got bags and I got them too. Shit happens, bro. I need to put some uh, hemorrhoid cream under there. Isn't that what the, isn't that what, I almost said it. I almost said it wrong. Every female decade would have murdered me for saying it. Um, Eye pockets. Kiss Tony. I know y'all Tony is a 100% Tony doesn't have bags under his eyes. Cause he's fucking moisturizer and cucumbers. Tony is the most Metro of the sexuals. Put Vicks. No hemorrhoid cream. 100% hemorrhoid cream. Sean has crabs. I believe that. <laughs> I pissed off Eric Resendez too. I saw you coming over here. Bitch soccer. Stupid soccer. What the fuck, bro? It would be CR7. I don't even know what the fuck that means. CR7, what was that? Oh, Christian Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. Got it. Now I know. <laughs> I'm cool. So, we have found out a few things about me. One, I have fat eyes. Excuse me. Two, um, I have a scar from a pimple. And three, I don't know. D-Modda said Botox. Under your eyes? No, I'm not putting Botox under my eyes, bro. I do. I, I, you guys have almost convinced me to get a CPAP. And I said as much on Twitter. I didn't want to get a CPAP because I felt like I would wake up like a sea turtle caught in one of those six-pack plastic green things. I just look like a fucking mess. I look like a goddamn mosquito in a spider web. I, I don't want to do that. But you guys are like, man, everybody has, you guys wouldn't even believe how many private messages I got from people. Bro, you got to get it. It'll change your life, homie. Change your life. And I was like, yeah, but I'm still trying to have sex with my wife. And I feel like if I'm sleeping at night looking like Darth Vader and Bane and a fucking coma patient, I'm, don't nobody want to fuck that. So no. Oh, my wife waking me up in the morning. I'm all, uh, 
No thanks. So it's like uh, the only one I want. Oh, VB said knocks Dima under the eyes. I have heard that. VB. I have heard that. Um, but I want that in, inspire one that goes in your chest. Like they put it in your titty meat. They cut you open. They put something in your titty meat and they give you a little, a little thing. It's not a crown Royal coaster, but it's like this. And then you just go boop. And then it activates it. And I guess it's, it softens your throat muscles. I don't know how it works. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. What am I? A doctorologist? I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, but that's what I want. That's that's the one I want. But it's only for one type of sleep apnea. So I have a meeting with my doctor on Monday. We're going to go over my Adderall. And I want to talk to him about my sleep apnea and my sleep study and see which one I had. Because if it's obstructive sleep apnea, then I can get the uh, the one that gives you limp throat muscles. Negatives of a CPAP. Less snoring means the wife more likely to want to sleep in the same bed. Oh, we both sleep with earplugs. Nor and I both snore like crazy. I have earplugs and she has earplugs. Uh, it's just a thing. It's just something we had to do. Uh, Des is connected, but Des, I have no video of you, homie. No video. Uh, so Apollo Dez is going to join me here in just a second. I was seeing if he was there, but yeah, he's, uh, let me catch up on chat while Dez reconnects here. Let's see. Have you thought about the Inspire CPAP? Okay. Yep. Hutex just talked about that. There's a lot of people with CPAPs. It seems. Yep. A lot of, a lot of fat friends. Yep. Preferred hemorrhoid cream instead of anti-wrinkle cream. That's just what I heard. The hemorrhoid cream works for your puffy eyes and your butthole. And some of you have butthole eyes. I don't know. That's why that's some of y'all have brown eyes. That's what that is. That's just seeing buttholes. It's ridiculous. Uh, pause. <laughs> just pay for the lipo, bro. Bitch, I'm not fat. Fuck you, Flip. Flip, how are you going to make fun of me being fat? Look at this. First of all, your face is so fat. It's so round. You have zero wrinkles. It's not because you're young. It's because your face is stretched and you're eating. And you're making fun of me for being fat, you raggedy bitch. I'm done. I'm done with y'all. I'm going to Dez. I'm going to somebody that's actually a good person. Yeah. <laughs> Joining me on the program right now from Apollo Media, my dude Dez. What's up, fam? What's up, brother man? How are you? I'm good, dude. I'm good. I'm doing well. Uh, thanks for being here again. Uh, appreciate you. I, uh, we got a lot to discuss, right? I mean, Astros rolling again. Baseball's going crazy with all kinds of ups and downs. Let's start with, you know what? Let's start with your tweet, fam. We'll get to the baseball in a second. Let's start with this weird ass tweet that you had about your beer. This was your tweet, Dez. It's on the screen right there. Look at it. Did you type this oh. out? Dez, this is what Dez tweeted out. You guys follow him on Twitter, at ApolloDez1. This is what he tweets out. Mount Rushmore of drinking beers. One, airport beers. Two, day game beers. Three, shower beers. And four, post-work beers. 
Uh, I have thoughts, Des, but I'm going to need you to explain yourself. Floor is yours. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't realize how much engagement this was going to get, uh, but it definitely did. It was like 15,000 on the engagement scale. And, uh, and those know. are the ones so, you, you never suspect. It's the ones you think this is going to go viral, but never do. And it's the shit that you're yeah. like, I'm just throwing this out there. And you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. Explain yourself. Yeah, we, so we were just sitting, we're sitting at a day game enjoying, you know, some ice cold, uh, you know, they're going to have to pay me to, to say their name, yeah. a Houston beer. Um, yeah. But we're just having some of those uh, at no ads, no ads here. Yeah. No free ads. Um, so, yeah, I was like, okay, so like opening any day game beers are like awesome. Airport beers. Airport beers are like international waters. So like I don't like paying like $20 for an airport beer, but like having a beer at any point, I think because uh, airports are just international waters, like no one judges you. Like I have a flight tomorrow at 6 a.m. to go to Miami. I'm sure there's going to be people having airport beers, not name me. Um, a shower beer is undefeated. This has got – I got a lot of heat for the shower beer. Uh, but those are the people that never experienced a shower beer. Like, if you have a shower beer, it's it's game-changing. It's like your pregame before your pregame. And then your post-work beers, it was very fringe. It could have been, like, after doing the yard, but, like, you only do the yard, like, what, every two weeks. So, like, I was like, I'll just go awfully with, like, a post-work beer, like – Lawn beers have to get their strength and schedule up. Maybe next year they can they can crack the top four. So I like it. Um, yeah, yeah. That's kind of just how I stumbled upon this uh, chaos chaos tweet. Uh, I I I I understand and appreciate each of these explanations. Now let's start with the one that got you the most guff: shower beers. Couple things. I think one shower beers are are, are um, I I believe you're right. They are very underrated. There is something about being in a hot shower with an ice cold beer. There, it, there. I don't know how to explain. I do the same thing with water, Diet Coke, a fucking Gatorade. You could tell some folks didn't play sports and drink afterwards. Like there's, you know what I mean? like there's something special about an ice cold beverage in the shower when it's warm. It kind of, it's that yin and yang of it all. I don't know, but I'm going to tell you, that's not the one that I had the problem with. That's not what the was one it? that I, I had a problem with. It wasn't even day game beers. You know what? It wasn't post-work beers. It was the fucking airport beers. First of all, one. Number one, post-work beer should have been number one. When you come home from a hard day's work, you get that beer, you just like, fuck all those stupid-ass people I work with, right? Fuck everybody at Apollo Media. I hate their guts, but this beer makes me feel better, right? You come home, uh, Sharon in accounting sits down. She's like, fuck, I hate Frank, my coworker and stupid cube mate. And then she downs a 40 and, I don't care, Frank's pretty cool. Same thing with the yard. Same thing with, I get, dude, you got the order wrong, first of all. Four should have been one. I do agree with you on day game beers and shower beers. Airport beers got to be off the goddamn list. Where's your post sex beer? All right, so that was that was on the list. That and then the the post yard work beers. Yeah, were all fringing for that last spot. So when I ranked them one through four, I didn't like necessarily like think in my head like this is the order like of it like that I enjoy. I was just like getting them out there because it's a Mount Rushmore. Right. So I see where the confusion came for a lot. Uh, but 
it's hard to uh, not not argue against a, a post a post sex beer. Yeah. But I guess that's like our version of the the cigarette from the seventies. Like yeah, yeah. I can't. Just, I, hey, I quit smoking. A cig, so, you just yeah, yeah. yeah. I butt ass. I get it. Butt ass naked balls out. Shotgun and a beer. What's That'd be super weird. Nora would be like, okay, we're divorced. Get what? Get out of here. Uh, but yeah, I, the, the airport beers just got me. I was like, what? First of all, they're fucking expensive. They're stale. They're, they're flat. They're just, I don't know. I just like the concept of the international drinking waters. I, I, I think I like that more than the idea of airport beers. Okay. All right. Well, I was going to say maybe, maybe, uh, maybe try a little, uh, whiskey. Next time when the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Do something like yeah. that. I probably, right. I'll probably do that. Let me get to this chat real quick. And then we, I want to talk a little Astros. Uh, specifically, I want to talk Kyle Tucker and this lineup. And we could talk JVG uh, or JVG. We could talk JV. Uh, we could talk whatever you want. I told you too. This is your segment. You bring up whatever the fuck is on your mind. Um, yeah. Free beers was a good one. Flip said, uh, where did it go? I prefer shower or whiskey. Where, uh, Barry, you've ha, have you ever had to come home from a hard day's work, bitch? Sorry, Des. One second, excuse me, Robert. You raggedy bitch. I used to work uh, fucking construction. I was a painter. I was a carpenter. I fucking worked on hot tar roofs in August in this godforsaken city. Yes, I came home after a hard day's work just because I'm Cadillac and now. Robert, what I'm trying to say is kiss my ass. All right, Des, let's uh, let's talk a little Astros baseball. You tweeted out something uh, that I thought caught my eye and uh, had to do with the fact. Let me let me get this off. By the way, that's enough shame and embarrassment for you. I don't want to embarrass me. <laughs> you had a you had a picture that said "Move Tucker up in the lineup." I I, I thought that was interesting. I, I thought maybe I was the only one that felt that way. Now I think you and my I might differ where. But I made the hot take um, bold prediction, which are usually don't come true. But my bold prediction was Kyle Tucker would hit leadoff for this team. A lot of people scoffed when I said George Springer should. In fact, I literally had people call the radio station when I suggested moving George Springer into the one hole and told me I didn't know shit about baseball, that I was a fucking idiot and I should quit radio and never watch sports again. I swear to God, people tweeted that to me. And I still to this day will go to the Facebook thread where they said I was a fucking idiot and just give them a little wave emoji every now and then just to be like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, still here, bitches. Uh, am I crazy? Am I crazy for wanting to see Kyle Tucker in, in the one hole? Is that crazy? I, Say yes. If I, I, I don't think so. No, I, I think I don't think Octavia likes bad lead off. I mean, I think he just does it because he's just a consummate pro. I, I don't think he's he enjoys batting the lead off. Um, so that could be something there. Uh, I think Kyle Tucker just needs to be getting way more at best than what he should be doing. That's by batting in the, in the top half of the lineup. I, I, I said it on podcast before the season when we were on spring training. I was like, I think he's going to be your two hole. Uh, I think Brantley's going to eventually, they're going to flip flop spots. Um, and that's nothing to say uh, bad about Michael Brantley. I just think uh, Kyle Tucker maximizes your lineup and, and I think we generate a, a ton of runs that way. And obviously Brantley down in the, the middle of the order can be essentially another leadoff guy because he, he he's not hitting for power anymore like he used to. Um, so I, I like having a guy that can drive in Altuve or set up, you know, his speed and, and his at-bats in front of Bregman and Alvarez. Um, I think that's a huge thing. Um, so I don't – I'm not 
I don't hate it uh, being a leadoff at all. I, you know, I, I think a lot of people are dead set on having Bregman in the three hole. Is that the best spot for Bregman? Yeah, I think so. I think with him in front of uh, Alvarez that way, uh, they're just totally different hitters um, where one is just a, a mammoth human being and Briggs is just like, hey, I have my thing, my, my path, and I'm going to actually – I think Chandler Rome had this absurd tweet that his, like, chase percentage was down to, like, 11% and, like, his career percent is, like, 28 like, he's just seeing the ball well. I think, yeah, he may not be hitting, matching Alvarez bomb for bomb, but, hey, he's on base when Alvarez is hitting bombs, and you you need that. Yeah. Um, so I, I like having him there uh, in the three spot. He's not your prototypical three-hole, you know, but he seems comfortable there. He, he changed his walk-up yesterday. I think he had three knocks. Um, so uh, Alex Bregman in front of Alvarez, I'm, I'm totally okay with. So let me ask you this, you know, it, 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 and I'm just, I'm being kind of picky here, but I think this matters in some ways. And this is what managers get paid big bucks to do. And, and this is sometimes not debated amongst baseball folk, but I, well, a couple of questions for you about lineups. One, we know Dusty Baker loves the lefty righty, lefty righty lineup. He loves to have that switch back and forth between the two. Are you, are you one of those guys? I mean, it's more of a traditionalist baseball theory to just to stack your lineup so that it's lefty righty as, as much as you can. Do you care as much about that? Are you, are you, are you, do you also believe in that? Damn it. We love uh, it. Oh, 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 you're, I think you're having some Wi-Fi issues, fam. I should be good. You there, uh, I'm gonna take you off screen for a second. Yeah, I think you're having some Wi-Fi issues. It's like real choppy. Are you are you on Wi-Fi? If you can plug in, that all no, I'm on. Helps. I, I'm, I'm on LTE. Our, our Wi-Fi got clipped. Oh, so you're on LTE? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our uh, our Wi-Fi got the old uh, yard guy got it. So damn it! I should be good now. Okay, I should be uh, good let now. Let me see. It's a little choppy. The audio is good. The video is a little choppy, but that's okay. Um, so are you, are you a fan of lefty righty, lefty righty in a lineup? Not really. I think that's kind of old school. Um, especially now with the three batter minimum, it's, it's weird. Um, but it seems that's what Dusty rolls with and, and that's what we're going to do. So I guess, I guess we gotta get used to it. Because my thought is this, right? If, if, even if you are, let's just say that Dusty refuses to make a lineup that doesn't go lefty righty, lefty righty. My thought, and the reason I asked you about Bregman in the three-hole, who would you rather see get more at-bats? If I gave you, you only get three spots, but I gave you these four names, which would you rather of these three get the most at-bats? Kyle Tucker, Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, and Jordan Alvarez. Which three of those four do you want getting the most at-bats game in and game out? Damn, um, right? That's that's that's. I guess it would Tucker Altuve Alvarez, which is crazy. Your because, that's exactly what yeah. I was suggesting should be the lineup. Bregman should be hitting fourth. You want Jordan, he, dude? If Aaron Judge can hit in the two hole, Jordan Alvarez should at the very least be hitting third in this lineup. I just that's yeah. What, I mean, what, I don't what, hate it. 
I mean, imagine this. Imagine this as your first three batters faced in this Astros lineup, game in and game out, getting the most at-bats on this team. It goes Kyle Tucker, Jose Altuve, then Jordan Alvarez. Then you've got Bregman, followed by Brantley, followed by Yuli. I mean, like, I like that top six way better. But that's just me. I when you when you spell it out that way, I I do like that. Um, having, I understand the, the success we've had with the lineup we've had, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean future success is going to be generated by it. Like, so I think that's more optimal, to be honest. I really yeah. do. I think people get caught up in the tradition of the baseball lineup, right? It was really difficult for people to understand that George Springer wasn't your prototypical leadoff hitter. But people also don't understand that Aaron Judge isn't your prototypical two-hole hitter. It used to be a guy that could bunt well. That's who hit in the two-hole. A guy that could lay down a bunt and move a runner from first to second. That was the thought process of who would get the second most at-bats on a baseball team every year. That shit has completely changed. That's why I think they just need to reconsider the whole thing. Like I just, and and somebody made a good point in the chat. If Shohei Otani can hit leadoff, Tucker can hit leadoff. Amen to that. Amen to that. A hundred percent. I had a, I had a buddy that he's with the uh, he's with the Giants now. But when we were in high school, he was obviously the best hitter, batted four hole. He got drafted in the fourth round. But everyone that was in front of him was getting out, and so he was basically the leadoff in the second inning. So we shifted, and he was your leadoff for the rest of the half of the year and the offense went he was guaranteed four or five at bats if they was walked that means the guy it just it was just different and and our coach got a lot of flack you were like why are you moving this kid out of the four hole you want you know him to drive runs in but if no one was getting on in front of him so we're like hey let's just make him lead off he gets an extra at bat and it's an extra opportunity for him to hit it out the park and um i don't i don't hate that at all i mean if you know if tucker's slow if tucker runs like yuli or Jordan. It doesn't make as much sense, but Tucker's not slow, right? He's not going to hold up the the line. He's not. So it, to me, that's the same thing with Springer. They got pop. They got power. Decent eye. Good eye. Actually, Tucker's got a really good eye at the plate. All the things you want plus power, which means you get this. If you got Jeremy Pena and guys like that at the bottom of the lineup, getting on base, he can drive them in. I just, it just makes a ton of sense to me. But you know, once again, people were like, you're a dumbass. You're not putting a lefty Kyle Tucker at the one hole. Okay, fine. Um, I, I don't hate it. I would I would love to see it. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the the umpire situation. Did you see yesterday? And I know we're a little over. Are you, are you good on time? Are you good? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. All right, let's do. Let's go to three thirty-five. That'll be just uh, just an extra three minutes here. Uh, let me run this clip real quick. I want to get your um, get your feedback on this. I'm going to put it full screen here. Uh, but tell me your thoughts on this uh, that we saw yesterday. Check this out, Chad. There's no real official protocol for checking the hand of a pitcher, but this is how it always goes. Just a look, and away you go. All right, contrast that to this. Look at... That was never a look down. Look at Bellino's hands, though. He's, like, massaging Yeah, he never looked, he never looked down at his hands. No. Adrian Johnson, the crew chief, is at third. He just checked the hands, made eye contact, you're good. And after that, it just got ugly, and Bumgarner was bitching and screaming and got ejected, and rightfully so, but it, I don't think he deserved it. This is – what are your thoughts on this, Dez? What, what, what's happening here? That seems so premeditated. I mean, the guy 
and if you look at the other view, I think someone posted as well, like as soon as Bumgarner chirped at him, he threw him out immediately. I mean, it doesn't matter what Bumgarner said to seem is if he just opened his mouth, he was getting tossed. So uh, that guy should be – that's the thing with these umpires, man. They have no uh, – there's no policing them. They can do this stuff. They can have – that, that can be like a 10-year thing with Bumgarner might have just said something 10 years ago. And so it's just – it's umpires are so dumb. I hate umpires so much. I can talk about umpires all day, but someone needs to police them because that's that's outrageous. Yeah, I, I would be surprised if this guy gets a reprimand, gets fined, gets suspended without pay or with pay for a few weeks. Like, it, it, But this can't be okay. You just took a star out of the game after a half of an inning. Uh, well, he pitched an inning. I guess it would count, but he got his three outs. But it, it was all premeditated. It was obvious. I mean, the way he just stared at him and didn't check and – you know, and, and what Bumgarner said was, take your fucking time, dude. And that immediately, that's what got him tossed. He knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. Absolutely. You cannot let umpires, umpire, we should never, ever hear from an umpire in baseball. And that's the problem as we hear from them too much, whether it's Laz Diaz or Angel Hernandez or CB Buckner, all these, I don't know that they might be facing the wrong fucking way when they call balls and strikes, but we shouldn't be hearing from them. And we hear from them way too much. Uh, do you think he should be suspended? Should should he be disciplined that much? Bumgarner or the umpire? The umpire. Oh yeah, he should he should miss a series. I mean, unless you're unless you're policing them where it hurts their pockets, they're not going to get any better because they're just rampantly are out of control. You you find them, you you protect them. I mean, you you don't let them be protected the way they are. I feel like Jimmy Hoffa isn't dead. He's actually just running the umpires union because it makes zero sense to me why they can just do whatever they want. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. You yes or no automated strike zone? <sighs> Not yet. We're Not, not yet? yet. Not yet. It's time, dude. Have you seen how bad this calls have been this year? Did you see the three pitches? Yeah. The three pitch out. Uh, who was it that got called out yeah. on three straight pitches? All out of the zone. Not a single one. Not even a single one painted the fucking black. It wasn't even close. It's time. Yeah, but then you see those those stories in minor league, and it's just it's still bad. I don't know. I, I still think it needs a little bit more time, but we're close. Right. We're close. Well, enjoy your shit show, Angel Hernandez, who, by the way, a lot of people bitch about Angel Hernandez, not even in the top 10 worst. Can you believe that? Wow. Go to go That's to umpirescorecard.com. Uh, you're a baseball dude. You'll spend. I spent way too much time because I'm a stats nerd and a, and a baseball guy, and I spent way too much time on umpirescorecard.com. But yeah, Angel Hernandez, not even one of the top ten least accurate umpires in Major League Baseball. Unbelievably, unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Tell the people how they can get a hold of you and Apollo Media and what you guys have coming up or what y'all are doing, what you're working on. Uh, yeah, we're, I'm going to be in Miami this weekend for the F1 race. So we'll be doing some content, uh, out nice. there. So you big F1 guy? You big F1 fan? Uh, big F1 guy, but from the Netflix series. So like that got me hooked and I've been on it for a year now. So, uh, excited for that, but you can follow me at Apollo Des one and Apollo H O U across all socials. Um, I'll have better Wi-Fi next week when, you know, the long guy doesn't clip the cable. So, uh, We'll uh, figure that one out. You are speaking to a couple of deckheads' hearts. D-Mod is a huge F1 guy. 
Uh, Walt is an F1 guy, and I think we got a few more F1 fans here. So uh, you definitely have a few Hell yeah. uh, that are interested in your trip to Miami. Well, travel safe, my friend. I appreciate you doing this. Thanks for your insights and opinions, as always. Y'all make sure you follow him at Apollo Media uh, on Twitter and everywhere else. Des, we'll talk to you next time, man. Travel safe. Thanks, bro. All right, guys, that is Dez from Apollo Media. No, that's not it. Get out of here. That's the wrong goddamn thing. Uh, Way to follow F1 when it's going down the drain. Is it? It's not going down the drain, is it? Is that true? Are you telling stories and fibs, Mark? Uh, Bad calls on Acuna. Yeah. Was that the one? Was that the three strike? I thought it was a Tampa Bay Ray. Hold on. Uh, did I download it? I don't think I did. No, I didn't download it. Damn it, man. I thought I had it. I didn't. Uh, it was pretty bad though. It was pretty bad. So, uh, okay. It's time. Ladies and gentlemen, you've waited all week for this and it is time. And now it's time for a film session. Oh, shit. It's time for them island boys. All right. If you're on Podbean, uh, the next 15 minutes or so of this program is going to be very visual. You're going to want to get yourself over to uh, Twitch to watch this video. Mac. Get over there. Get over there and get to Twitch, fam. Uh, what does it say? I forgot to send the fight from the Cubs game. No, I have it. I have it. I have a fight. I don't know if it's from the Cubs game. Yeah, it is the Cubs game. I have it. I have the fight, Mark. Don't worry, but that's not this film session. This film session is all about them island boys. If you didn't know, Claire said, and I'm out. Um, these guys, they're, they're famous for their stupid song, the Island Boys. Uh, they, they are like literally one notch below the cash me outside girl. As far as fame goes, like they're, they're, they they get run, but it's like the whole internet is laughing at them and not with them, but they don't care. Cause it's still like, what's up fam? We the island boys. We're going to cash you outside, baby. Speaking of fighting, the island boys did a little boxing, a little backyard boxing down by the river. And it just, well, take a look. Oh, 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 you got yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. I show that kick real quick. Hey, show yeah. that kick, fam. What the fuck? Get, get your yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just him training. Any rapper, I'm get on cameo it. right now. Book the island boys. Link in the bow cameo. Yeah, y'all already know what it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, we know what it is. We know what it is, bitch. I wish you would fight somebody fighting like that. You stupid ass, folks. There's a whole lot to dissect in this video. Let's just start from the get jump, okay?
let's just start from the get and get jump. Look, and, and I missed this part, but look. This is how fast he is, by the way. This is how fast he is, No rapper could do this, by the way. You're right, because most of them actually know how to fucking fight. You windmilling weirdo. Do y'all want to know what move this is? This harkens back to the early days of Barry on Deck. This takes me back a ways when I taught you guys all, one and all, about the art form of Get Off Me. You remember the Get Off Me uh, video? You remember the Get Off Me show? It's in the goddamn intro. It's when I taught you guys the Get Off Me move. It's the Get Off Me windmill. And that's literally what the fuck this dude is doing. He, uh, the only thing he's not doing properly in this technique is yelling, Get Off Me, man! Get Off Me! This is so sad. That's, now, he's also wearing slides. Uh, pull your pants up. Okay? And when is it? Are we, are we leaving the white? Uh, are we leaving the white on the forehead, hey. by the way, for the hairline? Hey, that's just him. Is that what we're doing now? I didn't realize we we're doing that. I thought we were just getting the lineup. I, mean, I got to talk to J-Ro over at Current Cuts because he's not leaving the Sharpie on my goddamn forehead. He's not... I don't, I just, he just does it. And then he leaves. I don't get the white lines like, uh, like these fucking cool hey. ass dudes. Look yeah. at that. Hey, <laughs> okay. Yay. 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 Now it was the kick that got me. It was, it was the kick. That's when you knew. Hey. I show him that kick real quick. Hey, show that kick real quick. This is when you knew this dude is fucked if he ever fights somebody. What in the actual fuck was that? Look, this right. Bro, what are you doing? What are you doing? What It looks like you're about to pee. It looks like you're about to pee on your opponent. Let's just not even talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. no e no rapper want this. Okay, what kind of jabs is that? First of all, straighten your arm, you fucking weirdo. Those those are not these are like these are like jooks. These are halves. It's like a half jab, half hook, dumbass. Like, bro, what are you doing? And then my favorite part, and we talked about this the other day when we did a film session where old boy got uh, knocked out in the parking lot. Remember we talked about footwork? We talked about keeping your feet a certain distance apart for balance and never losing that space, whether you back up or move forward. You always keep the same amount of space between your feet the whole time. What you don't do is fucking stand with your feet parallel to each other like this. I will. Oh, God, please one day let me fight an island boy. Please, Jesus. I'm not the best fighter in the world. I would just love to absolutely whip the shit out of an island boy because they like, why do you release this? Who who in the island? Which one of the boys on the island approved this to be posted? What's up, MMA Marks? Good to see you, fam. Thanks for popping in. Cause I'm an island boy. You can't you can't talk about him without doing the song. I get it. I get it. MMA Marks. Totally get it. <sighs> they look like Kung Fu Panda's dad who sells noodles. <laughs> Steve Buns.
Oh, Stevie Buns, that's great. That's that's outstanding, young man. Well done, indeed. I'd like to high-five you on that one. Uh, but it's the footwork. That's number one. Mark G said, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, who the fuck are these guys, right? Not just one. The these guys. Guy? The footwork is terrible. I mean, just... I mean... It, He's like, I'm, uh, who was it? Was it uh, Virginia Buttonweed? I'm fast as fuck, boy. I'm fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> he said, no rapper wants this. Do you oh, understand uppercut, uppercut. the uppercut? That wasn't even an uppercut. Yeah. yeah. Right. I show that kid real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pee on somebody. Idiot. He didn't even hit it. He didn't even hit it. Yeah. Ah, he hit his elbow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's just him training. Any rapper, I'm get on Cameo it. right now, book the Island Boys, no. Lincoln about Anybody. Cameo. Yeah, y'all know right. what it is. You know yeah. what? I'm going to get Virginia Buttonweed an Island Boys Cameo. How much is their Cameo? That's what I need to know now. Now I need to know how much is an Island Boys Cameo. I kind of need to know that. Let's see. Uh, Cameo.com. Yay. Yay. Let's see how much the fucking Island Boys are getting. Island Boys. Oh, oh, viral stars. The, oh my God. The Island Boys are demanding $180. $180 to get the Island Boys to go, yeah, yeah. Right. Holy fuck, they do birthday shout outs. I'm going to give Virginia Button Weed a birthday shout out for the Isla Boys. They have 4.9 stars, 604 reviews, 6,000 followers. Hold on. How, 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 how? What? 604 reviews. Now, it is safe to assume that not everybody that has paid for an Island Boys cameo. Uh, has left a review. So let's just do a round number here. 750 times they've done a cameo at a hundred and hundred, excuse me, I said hundred at 180 bucks. These sons of bitches, these no fighting squirrely ass white chalk and their edge up island boys have made a hundred and oh, sorry. A hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars making cameos. <sighs> what the fuck? There's, there's just, there's, there's. Life's not fair. Let's read the reviews, shall we? Here, let's uh, hold on. let's all read the reviews together. I can't, I can't put <laughs> Here you go. There it is, right there. Uh, six hundred and four reviews. If you round up, seven fifty. That's it. That's it. One hundred eighty bucks a pop. Six hundred bucks for a business review. So I guess that's like uh, influencer. <gasps> I need to hire the island boys to tell the island people. That they watch Barry on day. Yay, yay, rappers. Yay, watch Barry on day. Boy! 
Um, I would bet less than 10% leave a review. Oh, I bet it's more than that. Because there, a lot of people that are doing that are their fans or like them or whatever. Cyborg, I want Holly Holm to fight them. Ooh, oh, that would be good. God, yes. They get 50 million views on their song. I just, I'm just salty I went to college. Exactly. How many biddies is that? That's a lot of biddies. That's a lot of biddies. <laughs> MMA master Jake Paul better watch out. Look, I, I don't know who's worse, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Cameo that video shout out stuff. Yes, that's what it is. It's you pay celebrities to wish your friend or buddy or wife or husband or whatever a happy birthday or anniversary or whatever. I was actually when I uh when I featured for Donnie Baker the Bastard Maker. Hey, it's Donnie Baker the Bastard Maker. He uh he was filming cameos out in the parking lot before the show. Cranking them out too. Donnie Baker is popular. Uh, actually I've said y'all need to see their TikTok videos showing off their new Bentley in their garage and turn the engine on with the garage door closed. <laughs> oh, we could be so look, no, that's not okay. We're not going to wish death on anyone, Barry. So this is the Island Boys cameo page. They get uh, 180 bucks a pop unless you're a business engaging video content for your company, customers or employees. You can get some Island Boys merch. I kind of would wear the shirt, kind of as a gag, as a haha, as a kiki ki. All right, let's read some reviews. Let's go. All 604 reviews. Great job, boys. Thank you. Cheers, boys. Yeah, I'm I'm meant like wear the crazy hairstyle that everyone knows you for, but but that's all good. Th thank you again. Awesome guys. Thanks heaps. Super fast. Absolutely killed it. Killed it. Great stuff. Thanks, fellas. Sick work, fellas. I'm just worried like some of these are going to have like inappropriate words I'm not allowed to show on. Uh, <laughs> Rob said, D-Mod, get Barry a shirt. No, do not. Do not waste your money on a fucking Island Boys shirt. Alex said, bootleg the shirt, Barry. I know. No. This is just crazy. Look at all these five stars. People love them. Worth every penny. Thank you. I'm old school S Southwest Florida, by the way. I think you two are rad. And I always tell people to fuck off if they talk trash about you. Florida solidarity forever. Way to go, Laura. If that is your real name, way to stand up for the island boys. Way to plant your flag in the ground for the island boys, Laura. Is that my sister? My sister's name is Laura. She's a, she's kind of fucking stupid. She probably would support the Island Boys. Alex said, of course it's Florida. Because they're the Island Boys. By the way, uh, in that song, they both had Jamaican accents or Island accents. Gone. Totes gone. Oh, shit. VB out here. Dang, ESPN's reporting that Phil Mickelson had $40 million in gambling losses from 2010 to 2014. Hello, Saudi League. Is that is that is that verifiable? You know I don't trust the chat. Let's go. ESPN veteran Van Noy signs deal with Chargers. NBA suspends Brooks for game three versus Warriors. Draymond fine 25k for flipping off the Grizzlies fans. Bruins lend them out for game three. Oh no! Commanders officially get the band back together. 
Mickelson had, here we go, book. Phil Mickelson had 40, had more than 40 million in gambling losses from 2010 to 2014. First of all, I wish I had 40 million to lose. That's a good problem to have. But what do you gamble on? That's what I want to know next. Let me pull this over here so I can look front and center, so I can kind of face you guys. What's it like the lighting? Really enhances the bags under my eyes. Raggedy bitches. Pointing that out. Now I'll never get over that. Thanks a lot. As if I wasn't self-conscious enough about the way I look. Hey, don't forget, by the way, it is a uh, three-hour Thursday. We've got about six minutes left in the show. And then it's bye-bye public broadcast. Hello, private third hour for all the supporters of this fine show, all the Patreon members, which include, by the way, I would be remiss if I didn't get to this, but we have a brand new Patreon. Can I get a shout out for Chris Johnson chat? Can we say welcome to Chris? Newest member of the Deckhead community, Chris Johnson joined yesterday, signed up as a huge Deckhead. For the year of the world, Craig. So uh, appreciate you, Chris Johnson. Thank you so much uh, for being on Patreon. So we'll see Chris in hour number three if he's available. By the way, link gets posted on Patreon and the Discord. That's it. It's only for the uh, it's only for the Patreon members. So if you want to watch hour three, we do crazy shit. Excuse me. No, not the running back, Chris Johnson. No. Uh, let's, where's this, where's this article at? Hold on. Okay. Here we go. Federal auditors are investigating Phil Mickelson's role in an insider trading scheme found his, uh, oh, federal auditors investigating Phil Mickelson's role in an insider trading scheme found his gambling losses totaled more than $40 million, according to an expert from Alan Shipnuck's forthcoming biography. Shipnuck posted the excerpt on his Fire Pit Collective. It's an unauthorized biography. It'll be released May 17. Mickelson had been out of the public eyes since uh, the final round of the Saudi International in Feb 6. Mickelson dismissed Saudi Arabia's human rights record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see about... Uh, Mickelson was a relief defendant in 2016 in the insider trading case that sent noted gambler Billy Walters to prison. Walters since has paid has been released and has uh, said he's writing a book. In the most recent excerpt on the $40 million in gambling losses, Shipnick wrote that government auditors investigated Mickelson's finances over four years from 2010 to 2014. The uh, author cited a source with direct access to the docs. Mickelson's annual income in 2012, the time of the Dean Food stock deal that netted Mickelson nearly $1 million in one week, was estimated at about $48 million. Uh, I'm trying to see Telegraph and London cited sources as saying Mickelson has received 30 million up front and must appear in each of the eight events that make up the LIV golf invitational series. The tournament offers 20 million in prize money with an additional 5 million for team play. But it doesn't say because Walt had the question in the chat. Walt wanted to know how much did Phil win? The net may be close, but they don't, they don't say, they don't say, they just say he lost 40 million. That's a good point. But I'll tell you this, um, from a guy who amassed a fortune, 
uh, off of sports betters. I won't say names. Friend of the show. Uh, Stevie Bonds, you God bless you. Stevie Bonds said he just signed up for the Patreon, you guys. Hey, listen, if you don't get the link, Stevie Bun, you're going to log into the Patreon. That's where I'll post the link. But if you don't get it, email Jen at Jen at BarryOnDeck.com. Jen, are you still here, sweetie? I know it's uh, been a weird, weird day. But yeah, if not, uh, email Jen and she'll send you the link. If not, Stevie Buns, uh, e- email me. But you should see it on the Patreon, Barry on Deck page. But uh, this is my email, Barry at BarryOnDeck.com. You can email Jen. And uh, I will get you the link if it's not there. But you should get it, no problemo. Uh, And again, fam, thank you so much for joining and supporting the show, my friend. Very much appreciated. Now, uh, I forget what I was going to say about this with with the Mickelson thing. I forgot. I forgot, damn it. Hey, Action Labs, thank you, man. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for stopping by. Um, Hopefully I can return the favor. When you guys are on, uh, and happy to do so. Uh, what's up, Faded? Good to see you. Hazing the newbie. I don't know what that sounds like. You're jerking off. Hazing the newbie just sounds like a different way to say masturbating. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, I was hazing the newbie. <laughs> Punching the clown. I was uh, polishing my royal staff. I don't know. <laughs> Stevie Buns wanted to know, was he was was he gambling on island boy fights? It. That may that may uh, that may account for the forty million in losses for sure. <laughs> Rich people problems. That's pretty good. Uh, psh, nothing compared to mattress Matt. True that. True that. Hey Rob, thank you for the three hundred bits, buddy. Appreciate you. I see that Fidel. I didn't see that. It didn't fire off. Uh, but Fidel resubscribed for three months and said, uh, "Till the wheels fall off." I appreciate you, buddy. And I, I don't think I acknowledged Eric Resendez's resub. Thank you for resubscribing as well, Eric Resendez. Much appreciated to you. Rob, thank you for the 300 bits. Shout out to everybody on the Podbean. Ah, where did it go? D-Mac, I appreciate you, buddy. Chris Reyes, thank you. Don't call Jen, sweetie. Uh, look at the beat before you sign off. Barry says he loves 99% of us. I do. I love 99% of you. That's why Chris Reyes is the one. Ah, third hour is going to be fun, guys. It always is. Hour number three on the way. Here's what you're going to do, okay? I'm going to sign off. I'm going to create the hour. It goes down on the YouTube. I'll post the link on Patreon. I'll post it on the Discord, and then you'll join us, and we'll hang out to at least five o'clock if we start late. I tend to try to make it. Charleston, I'm glad I work until five. I don't know what that means, but hopefully it's a good thing. I wonder how much Michael Jordan has won last week. Good question. Nasty Nate with the 100 bitties. Thank you, fam. Steven the guy, thank you for the 10 bits as well, my friend. As we sign off, I appreciate you being first in the chat. Oh, hype train is closed. No, 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 uh, no, don't, no. Not trying to make me work overtime. Hey, man, thank you to all the subs I see on there, those three-month subs, man. Thank you for the new follow, Sam. Thank you all for the cheers. Thank you for the hype train. 
Thanks for hanging out. Thanks to my buddy Apollo Dez from Apollo Media joining me talking baseball beer. I'll see you guys in hour number three. And if not, I will see you tomorrow. Don't forget, Fridays is an early show, 11 a.m. We get it rolling. And then I take you up to one where I'll hand you off to Jerry Butt over at Odd Takes. So until I see you, whether it's next hour or in the morning, you know the drill. Do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most important, love each other. Bye, guys. YouTube video!